All You Need to Know is brought to you by no one. No one at all. Welcome to All You Need to Know, the show where you hear about everything and learn about nothing. Here are your hosts, Quinn Eaton and DJ Pig. Welcome into this episode of All You Need to Know. My name is Quinn Eaton. I'm and DJ guess Pig. What? DJ's here. DJ's here, and it's a in-person pod. In person, in the studio. Yeah, back in the studio, and the studio is a little dusty. We haven't been here in a while. We've still yeah. been paying the rent on it, yeah. and uh, that's okay. Just because of opportunities like this, where both of us are in the same place, we have some time carved out in the schedule to get together and do a good old-fashioned in-person pod. And this is what we used to do every single week. Like the olden days. Yes, it, it does it does kind of feel like the, the olden days, the good old days. And I love an in-person pod. I, I do wonder if some people have listened and, and assumed or thought that the quality or the chemistry mm-hmm. has been sacrificed, you know, because I'm sitting in a closet uh, on my laptop and mm. you're often maybe, I don't know where you usually pod yeah, from your couch. house, just potting from the couch. Yeah. Uh, I think it's fine, but there is something about an in-person pod that really does, I don't know, bring out the best. It's, it's kind of like, I'm trying to think of it. Maybe it's as if uh, LeBron James, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if he's playing in a, in a big crowded arena, mm-hmm. he's gonna, he's gonna produce, yeah. he's gonna have 38 points. Prime time, national yeah, television. Seven assists, eight rebounds. Yeah. He's going to show out. Uh, but if he's playing in a little high school gym in Ohio, mm-hmm. he's still going to play well, but it's not that it's not the same vibe. So is that similar to, you think, the yes. in-person pod, we're, we're playing in front of 45,000 people, mm. and you and I are both pushing for triple doubles. But then whenever we do a, a, a pod, a remote pod, mm-hmm. We're kind of just, you know, we're, we're putting in the work, but yeah. it's just it's just 15 points, five rebounds, six assists. Yeah. You know, it's a solid night. It's not bad. Yeah. But it's just not at that level. Right. It's so, not elite. And and I think people would say that's OK as long as we're doing it. And that's you can say a lot of things about all you need to know. But one thing you can't say is that we're not doing it, is that we're not doing it. We have been very consistent. Uh, I say that right after we took a week off uh, for Christmas, but hey, sue us, you know? I, I wanted to spend some time with my family, Yeah. and we did an episode about the Grinch, so you had two weeks to listen to that, yeah. and I, I, we hadn't covered the Grinch yet. I felt like that was a good time. Hey, let's dive into the Grinch, uh, allow people for Christmas if they need 35 minutes away from their family, you know, cue up the Grinch and sit in the bathroom. I'm right? sure you guys talked about this, but you like the new one? The animated the, one? Yeah, the animated one with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch is the... I like it almost as much as the old one. And I never thought I'd say that. So we, whenever we talked about it, whenever we touched on it, and if you want more about The Grinch, go back and listen to episode 293. Right. We said that the newest one that they came out with, not bad. It's just going for something different. It's definitely more kid-friendly. Mm-hmm. The Jim Carrey one is nightmare-inducing. Yeah. Uh, but it is yeah. it is good in its own right. And then you can't go wrong with the original cartoon version from, I think, 1966. Like right. That's... That is peak, like, hey, this is where it all started, and, and cue it up and really get into that Christmas nostalgia. But the new one, nothing against it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we tried to kind of figure out if it was a cash grab or not. 
Um, we don't think that it is because it was going for something different, mm-hmm. uh, but I did enjoy it actually. Yeah, uh, it was good. I've watched it, I think maybe twice this holiday season. So. Benedict Cumberbatch, just a chameleon, man. Yeah. You, no one, I don't think anyone would expect, uh, that that's him, but that is him playing or, or at least voicing the Grinch. Yeah. Um, but we're not talking about the Grinch. No, we're, we're not, not talking about Benedict Cumberbatch nope. though. I will write that down cause I'd like to talk more about him Yeah. and just the weird aura that he has around He's strange. Uh, himself. It's, it, it is interesting. I, I, I am drawn to it. I think a lot of people are for some yeah. reason, not the, not the best looking guy by any means, but well, um, several the ladies, women would the, disagree with you. The ladies like him for some reason, but we're instead talking about a period of time that is, is very specific, but it is timely. And we try to occasionally do an episode like this. Now, hopefully people will, will really digest this one um, during this time. Because otherwise, if you listen to this in June or so... Might eh, not have you know, the same effect. You could still relate to it, but yeah. now's the time to listen to it. And now's the time to get into the topic transition. Because this is episode 294. Today's topic... The week between Christmas and New Year's. So would it be fair to call this this weird time, the week after Christmas, but the week before New Year's, a Christmas aftermath? No, I think that's accurate. It is accurate? Yeah, it's a it's is a it recovery a little, is period. Is it a little dramatic? Um, no, maybe it is necessary. Maybe it's a Christmas recovery period. Um, because aftermath is, I think it almost implies that something bad happened, right? Oh, there was a, there was a volcano that erupted and now the residents around the mountain are dealing with the aftermath. It's not the same whenever you say Christmas happened at the house and now we're dealing with the Christmas aftermath. Right. It does seem a little bit more serious than it needs to be. But yeah. it's the same thing, right? Christmas aftermath, Christmas recovery period. And whenever you say recovery period, uh, maybe taking it back to the LeBron James metaphor that we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, you go out and you you really give it your all. Yeah. And you just need some time for your body to heal. Yeah, or, load management. Yeah, Christmas for, load management. And... In that Christmas recovery period, uh, there are some things that you usually have to do, just like you would be recovering and taking mm. care of your body. Um, there, are, there is a lingering list of Christmas activities, post-Christmas activities, right. uh, that you kind of have to have to handle at some point. I know one big thing uh, for us is hauling off garbage. Mm-hmm. So Christmas, I mean, I love it, mm-hmm. but Christmas morning, you're opening up presents. It takes, I don't know eight days to wrap stuff and it takes eight minutes to unwrap everything. And so now you've got a living room full of wrapping paper and cardboard boxes and bows and tape and whatever else it is. So then you've got all this garbage. Um, if you're having a family get together, you know, your, your, uh, great uncle's probably bringing in some garbage that he's going to throw away in your trash can. It's just, I think it's gotta be the biggest day of the year for garbage, right? Oh, the day after Christmas. Yeah. I I think, so you guys haul garbage off. Mm-hmm. See, I grew up in a household where we burned it all. Okay. We we burn it, all of it. Uh, that, we, I think, it gets... I think that's kind of not safe, but... Well, the wrapping paper, not as much. Like, that gets that gets crunched up and balled up and shoved into a bag. But yeah. all the cardboard boxes... Just burn it. Burn it. Okay. I don't know 
the environmental, uh, I guess, aftermath of doing that. Right. But I get it because it's, sometimes it's just like, hey, I don't want to have to deal with this. Let's well, just throw it in the barrel. I in think the back. it's a little bit detrimental environmentally either way. Right. Because, I mean, if you're, if you're loading it up in a truck and taking it to wherever yeah. to dump, I mean, it's ending up in a landfill. And even if you're recycling, I've heard that most people... You know, all the all the people that run the waste management facilities, they're mm-hmm. like, yeah, uh, we know you separated it, but it's just tough to, to yeah. recycle. So they just usually throw it in the landfill, too. I didn't know that. It makes you feel better, though. Uh, I, I remember seeing yeah. a, a statistic, and it was, and don't quote me on this and don't hold me to it. Okay. But it was something like 20% of recycled material like you that you set aside to recycle actually gets recycled. The rest of it's just like, eh, you know, eh. just bury it. Yeah. Just bury it or burn it. Right. Um, another lingering Christmas activity that you have to deal with is you you do have some sporadic Christmas parties still after the day. Yeah. So of course Christmas is the 25th of December. Never Mm. changes. It's always that same thing. Right. Could be on a, on a Saturday, could be on a Thursday, just depends on what, on what the year brings, but it's always the 25th and you've always got a couple of kind of sporadic Christmas parties after the actual day. Do you like having a Christmas party after Christmas? Does it feel like that kind of extends the holiday? Uh, you know, I don't or know. Or would you it, prefer to just like, bam, hammer down. We had the Christmas on the 25th. It's over. I think. All right. So here's how I feel about it. like a, a Christmas party. So my wife and I are having a Christmas party for just like friends. It's like a friends giving, mm-hmm. but for Christmas and it's going to be on December 30th. And we're c- like considering a Christmas party, even though it's kind of also like a new year's kind of party. And that one is a little bit different because it's just kind of like, it's hanging out with friends and like, we're going to eat and, and that'll be fun. Out. Yeah. It's, 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 gonna, it's more yeah. fun. Whereas what I'm not a fan of, is having like family Christmas gatherings post Christmas mm-hmm. because there's a different feel to it. There's more like a, a feeling of obligation. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I don't you have to, yeah, I've got to go. have to go. Yeah. So you got to go see your cousin. All right. And he, you know, the cousin plays with not cool action figures, but odd ones. It is odd. Yeah. Uh, like Naruto. Uh huh. And then he's, like, he's got a Dr. Phil action figure. You're like, where do you even get one of those? Right. Yeah. yeah. Did they order like that? A, he's special got order. Different links and mustaches. Mm-hmm. And Interchangeable mustaches on the Dr. Phil yeah. action figure. Phew. I, I'm intrigued now. But and there's a button on it, and you press yeah. it, and it says some weird stuff. You are the father. Yeah. Wow. That's, Dr. And, Phil gone Mari. Yeah. Well, I know that he usually doesn't do the the you know genetic result right. testing results or whatever, but I could hear him saying like, in in a maybe it's an episode where the father isn't doing yeah. what he's supposed to be doing for his family, and he's like, Bill, you are the father. Yeah, or that's maybe, my limited fake. Maybe, uh, maybe it's Doctor Phil there. Maybe it's a, a like a therapy doll. Almost, and, and it's you. You give it to a kid with maybe a lower metabolism. Mm. You've got to lose some weight. That's perfect. Or maybe it's 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 those are the first two catchphrases, and the final one is for those those kids kind of interested in sports. And so, Doctor Phil, whenever you press or pull the string on the back, he says, "Set hut, flea flicker," and 
it's it's stuff like that where you're like, I don't know if he should have that toy because I don't know the benefits of a right. Doctor Phil action right. figure. Just get but, him, you know, just get him Iron Man. But there is an obligation uh, yeah. to go to Christmas uh, family, va- you know, not family vacations, Christmas hey. family gatherings. Um, and that's one of those weird things. I think I would prefer just to get them out of the way yeah. before. And like you said, if it's a friend gathering after Christmas, sure. Because yeah. the week between Christmas and New Year's is... It's kind of a lull, yeah. right? It just kind of feels like you're kind of plugging along. Especially if you got to go back to work. Like yes. my wife and I teach, so it's a little bit different. We're still on Christmas break. She's got basketball practices this week. I'm just kind of chilling, hanging out, mm-hmm. and getting whatever ready around the house. But uh, that no, is if nice. You, if you got to go back to work, especially if you got to go back to work on the 26th. Shoo. My goodness, that's got to be a worthless day. Mm-hmm. Nobody, no companies are producing anything on that day. And. If you are going back to work, it makes it harder to continue to do some of those lingering Christmas activities that you have to handle, That's like right. returning gifts, returning gifts that you don't want. Maybe right. you yourself got a Dr. Phil action figure yeah. and you say, I don't want any part of this. I'm 26 years old. Exactly. This is ridiculous. Have you ever returned a Christmas gift or are you a re-gifter? Uh, it depends on what it is. Um, I'm not so much a re-gifter as I am, I'm going to, maybe a, like a... A gift card. Mm. If I get a gift card that it's like I'm probably not going to use this, like it's I'm going to have to go out of my way to use this. Then at that point, I'll maybe regift that. Uh, but as far as the gifts goes, I'll either keep them. I usually don't take them back just because I'm too lazy to go and and, and do it. So I'll make do, or uh-huh. it'll end up in a drawer. Or I just I would get worried if I were to return a gift. Let's say um, I don't know someone in my family gave me something and I open it, of course, and whenever I unwrap it and unravel the box i say oh wow yeah, this, you shouldn't have yeah. it's like you know no, really, you, you shouldn't, shouldn't have. you shouldn't have i don't want this this sucks but then i would be worried because i was like oh thank you so much I, you know I've, I've been looking at the these yeah and then maybe you try to return it and you just happen to run into you know oh what's what's their name that gave it to you at dillard's and you somebody have doubled it. down. That's always, there's mm. your, that's a baseline excuse. I actually, somebody else got me one too. I didn't need two of them. Right. So I, I, that's good. Bringing one back. That's a really good excuse to but have. But it's not in. yours. Right. The one I brought back is the one that the other person got. Got, two, me. got two of these humidifiers. Yeah. Crazy enough. So I've, I've got to take this one back. The gifts that we start getting mm-hmm. as we get older. It's so boring. I, this Christmas, all I asked for was socks and underwear. You start appreciating the socks and underwear. And I got, I got them and I'm really happy about it. I got uh, some socks. And, but yeah, whenever I was a kid, nothing worse than cracking open a box and uh, socks. Yeah. Santa. I always remember I had, um, an issue with going to my aunt and uncles because I didn't do very well with hiding my emotions mm-hmm. and putting on that portrayal of, Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So we would go to my aunt and uncles and my aunt was always good about like getting me some pretty nice clothes. Mm-hmm. But every time I'd open a box, I'm <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a shirt. Yeah, a dress shirt. And then shirt. I'd open, I'd open a present for my uncle, and it was like, it's a pocket knife. Yeah. And I was six years old. So, yes! You love a pocket knife, yeah. Any six year old is gonna like a pocket knife over a dress shirt. Oh, so there's different levels of enthusiasm for sure. Um, and something that I'm enthusiastic about in that week after Christmas, but before New Year's, is eating leftovers. Oh, I for just, sure. I think we've done an entire episode on leftovers before. Mm. Probably should have checked on that uh, before I said said this. But man, it's it's some of those Christmas meal leftovers. Same thing with Thanksgiving. Yeah, 
sometimes that stuff tastes better the next day, even yeah. two days. It even to just marinate in its goodness. Yeah, even maybe three, four, five, six days after. All the way up until you open it up and it's got mold on it. Right. It's fantastic. But even right before that too, because yeah. like sometimes you pop, you'll pop open the turkey Tupperware and you go, oh. Like you kind of kind of hits you. You're like, that's not right. Mm-hmm. But then you just throw it in the microwave. You're like, you know, it's it's gonna be fine. It still tastes good. It's it's fine. Yeah, yeah just no, it's, hold your nose and eat it. I I think leftovers leftovers could be better than when you originally eat. Uh-huh. I don't know. Because most of the, most of the time too, though, whenever you're eating the leftovers, you're sitting by yourself in a robe or something, that's true. and there's no one it's bothering you. A little bit you. more relaxed. Yeah, during the during the actual meal, you're you're trying to shovel in some cornbread dressing and then talk to your you know your mamma yeah and you got so, your your tighter jeans on yeah and you you just wish you just can't wait to get those jeans off oh yep i i i'm all for stretchy pants on thanksgiving and christmas if you're wearing you know regular jeans or pants on in the holidays you're doing it wrong that's all i'll say can't do it though because you gotta have freaking family pictures mm-hmm Family pictures. And none of the people, they always have to take an individual picture with their own phone. Mm -hmm. I don't understand. Just take one picture and send it to everybody. Airdrop is big now if if people know how to do that. But but after Christmas, you know, you get the holiday out of the the way. And then it is kind of weird. One of the weirder days of the year, I feel like, is December 26th, right? Because the lead up to Christmas happens... At this point, like as soon as Halloween's over, you, you're right. just in Christmas mode. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it happens, boom, December 26th. Yeah. Oh, Christmas it's like is now over. like what? Yeah, what do you do? And so then you just have the lead up to New Year, mm-hmm. which is nice. But I almost do feel like it would be convenient if we went Christmas Day, day off, New Year's. So I'm not trying to say that Jesus was born on the wrong day or anything. Um, but... If we could have done it closer to, I don't know, let's say the 30th or maybe even the 29th, then you would just have that one day and then you would have New Year's. And New Year's is fine because it's almost like, you know, you turn the page. It's a brand new thing. There's excitement. There's anticipation. Um, But one big part of the week in between Christmas and New Year's is alcohol. And you're drinking a lot of it. Uh, there are a lot of opportunities to drink it. You're probably drinking alcohol on Christmas, depending on, you know, the, the vibe depending of your, your family situation. gatherings. Yeah. Yes. And then new year's is a big day to like, Hey, um, I'm about to start a vigorous diet, uh, and I'm going to stick to it for two weeks uh, in the that. new year, if that. So tonight I'm going to drink some champagne mm-hmm. and I'm going to, sip on some wine yep. and I'm going to chug a couple beers. Yep. And I'm going to start this new year hungover yes, like it's meant to be. Exactly. It's a rite of passage yeah. to wake up on New Year's Day and feel like mm-hmm. But that's that's a good thing. It's usually you don't want to do that, but whenever you wake up on New Year's and you have a headache and you maybe wake up and you, you're like, where, where am I? Yeah. That's, that means that you kind of did it right. Well, because at that point you're starting the new year off low and you can only go up from there. Mm-hmm. Like if you That's wake great. up. That's really good. Half naked, hungover, not able to remember the night before, somewhere in a back alley, four towns over from where you live. Then at that point, your year is going to get better than yeah. that. I can't tell you how many times that's happened. Remember 2017? Do you remember yeah. remember 2017, yeah. how that went? Shoo. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I don't. Okay, but. yeah, I don't either. But 
we had people tell us, yeah, whoa, how did you guys end up in Illinois? And it, it, anyways, we don't have time to get into that. Um, but there, but there are the six days in between Christmas and New Year, right? I think it's six, right? Because you got the twenty fifth, yeah, and then it's twenty sixth, twenty seventh, twenty eighth, twenty ninth, thirtieth, thirty first. Yes. So the New Year's Eve, I guess, is that kind of counts, right? Is the day still six? Yeah. Six days. We'll say six days. Yeah. And so sometimes you get lucky. I think we were talking earlier about Christmas Day could fall on a on a Saturday or a Thursday. The ideal situation for this time of the year, if you do have to go back to work, is for Christmas to land on what? Probably a, a Tuesday, right? Or maybe a... If it lands on a Tuesday, you don't go to work Monday or Tuesday. Maybe you have to go back to work Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Maybe you get Wednesday off and you just work Thursday, Friday. Yeah. But what I'm trying to get at is, is you really do want a weekend to fall kind of in the middle of, of that week between a couple extra days. Christmas and New Year's. Because like you said, if, if you have to go back to work, then you work one day and then you have two days off and then you probably get a day off for New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. Mm-hmm. And so it just kind of compounds all those days off. Mm. Whereas I think this year, New Year's Eve is on a Sunday. And so then Monday is New Year's Day. And it's just kind of like, you know, what, what are we doing here? You know, because it almost timed out perfect. If New Year's Eve was on a Saturday and then New Year's Day was on a Sunday, that's great, you know, for the schedule, right? For your circadian rhythm. But it's bad because you don't get any additional days off, it feels like. Right. That's true. Uh, I, th- I think I like it being New Year's Eve being on a Sunday. Yeah. Just strictly because of going back to work on a Monday after mm-hmm. New Year, that that's 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 no good. No, I I definitely agree with that. And honestly, you've mailed it in at work at the beginning of December. I yeah. mean, once once the calendar flips to December, you are, and and I don't, I'm not saying this lightly. You're half assing it. Oh, you're half assing it through if the that, rest of the year. Maybe quarter ass. Quarter of an ass, maybe from December first to Christmas Day, and so. That week in between Christmas uh, Day and New Year's, you know, th- you're still quarter assing it, mm-hmm. maybe even less than a quarter of an ass yeah. uh, during that week, just because it's like, you know, what are we doing here? Should we, should the week before or the week after Christmas and before New Year's should that just be a national holiday? I think it should be a national shutdown for yeah. a week or a work from home week yeah. at least. Uh, work I don't know. from home. Yeah, air quotations. Yeah. Work from home. I think that that would just be very valuable because you would have that that time set, right? And people don't, you know, your your employers don't want you at work during that time because you're not do, you're all you're doing if you're showing up to work in between Christmas and New Year's is you're looking at photos mm-hmm. uh, of you know friends that had their you know people that you went to high school with that had yeah. their family Christmases and you're saying, oh man, she's or he's gotten a little bit, yeah, he's got he's. Put yeah, on a couple no, of pounds. Metabolism. Yeah, slowing down, really. Yeah. Ooh, shoo. And then the boss walks in, you you flip up a, a spreadsheet. The spreadsheet, yeah. Like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. But man, the numbers, huh? Yeah. Quarter four. Yeah, Woo, and then the boss all right, walks by. Here we go. And then you flip the spreadsheet back down and you're checking sports bets. You're like, okay, so if I, if Christian McCaffrey scores a touchdown here, then I can quit. Uh, in January, I think. Yeah. And uh, if I hit this eighteen leg parlay, yeah, I, then I'm I don't done. have to work. And then on the way back, you're you're looking up gas stations. You're like, where can I buy a Powerball ticket? Yeah. So I can quit. You're really just thinking, 
I don't want to be here. Yeah. How can I not work anymore? Yeah. Um, what's the easiest way for me to, to, to make a lot of money yeah. and not do really any work at all? And it's the, the easiest answer is to gamble whatever money you've actually got. Exactly. And that's why it just, you might as well take that week off. Right. One, either to prevent things like that from happening or two, to give you extra time to mm-hmm. study those sports bets and uh, the Powerball strategies yeah. that you could utilize. But I mean, the numbers are not going up. It, you're, you're not, with that week between, you're, you're not going to be saving the last quarter. No. Or you're, I mean, it's, and you're you, not really, you're not really even getting ready for quarter one. No, no, Because no, no. that'll happen in January. That's next year. You know, once you get over your New Year's hangover. Yeah. But it, it's got to be, is it the most unproductive work week of the year? The week, week between Christmas and New Year's? Possibly. I don't know. There are some unproductive weeks. There are. There are plenty of them. Uh, and lucky for all you need to know, listeners, we have a power ranking yes, of the top sir. five most unproductive work weeks of the year. All right. We really did a good job kind of sliding this in casually. Into the year power five. Which honestly, like we've had this the entire time. This might have even actually gotten this topic on the table right. because we were so excited about this list. So Top five most unproductive work weeks of the year. At number five, Masters Week. Mm. DJ, kind of explain the feeling of Masters Week because it comes in April and I don't know, there's just something about it. It's like a grown men's fairy tale. Mm -hmm. Uh, You start, I think some guys forget. Well, I think avid golfers look forward to it year round. And then you got people who like golf who they know about it and then when it starts getting close they start getting excited yeah and then you've also got people who they could care less about golf they don't even own a set of clubs mm-hmm. except for maybe a handy ba- a handy hand me down sure. set from their grandparents that still have like persimmon woods mm-hmm. and stuff and they go out and they play once or twice a year and they start seeing the commercials a oh. couple of weeks before and then they start getting excited those masters commercials but dude oh. jim nance's voice yep and, and like the little, I don't know if it's, it, it, what is it, a harp or? I think it's a piano. It's is a, it a piano? Dun, 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 yeah, dun, yeah. Dun, 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 the yeah. Masters coming in April. Yeah. And you start seeing uh, commercials for it like late February, uh-huh. early March. Showing azaleas. Yeah. And you're like, ah, that is. Tiger fist pumping. Oh. Yep. Yeah. So Masters Week. Leading up to it and the week, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, yeah. people aren't doing anything. It's mm-hmm. an unproductive work week for sure. At number four, we've got Thanksgiving week. Now, this one is kind of obvious, yeah. but I think some people would assume that it would be lower down on the list. But the thing about Thanksgiving week is every year, doesn't matter. It, it's falling on a thir- Thursday's, Thursday of right. November, whatever is Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you've got most people Monday, Tuesday, you're going to work. Yeah. And then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you've got off. Right. So it's just kind of a, it's, it's, it's very structured mm-hmm. Thanksgiving week, but it does still allow for a lot of unproductivity. Right. If that's a word, I don't, I don't, I'm not really sure, but yeah. Uh, yeah, that Monday and Tuesday, you know, why not just go ahead and, and take those two days off too, just cause you're, you're not in that right headspace. Right. You're just worried about that Turkey and dressing coming on Thursday. Yeah. Uh, watching some football, watching the Cowboys, or watching Dolly Parton get out there in a God, Dallas Cowboys. Awful, uh, oh my God! You thought it was you thought it was bad? Well, 
I mean, the performance wasn't bad. I mean, Dolly Parton always does her thing, but mm -hmm. did she have to be in the Dallas Cowboys cheerleader costume? I think it was a surprise to most people. Um, I'm not so sure she wasn't surprised. Yeah, she might have just woke up and pushed her out there. Shoo, buddy. God bless Dolly Parton, though. She's mm. she's something else. National and, and treasure. I hope to have maybe a quarter of that confidence um, if, I, if I am to get up to that age. I think she's in her 70s. I don't. No? No, I want to know exactly where I'm at. Cover it up? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it, that's, there's no reason. It, I want to be one of those guys that never wears shorts, I think, at 70-something years old. Pants all the time? Uh, right, yeah. Yeah, just jeans. I was just clarifying because I was like, oh, so you're not wearing shorts. You're not wearing any pants at all. No, 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 no. You're no. just wearing I, I, yeah, pants. Yeah, just always long. You're pants. not seeing calf at all for, no, no, from like from 60 on. No, because I'm going to have lost the dad caps by that okay. point. Gotcha. I would assume. That makes sense. At number three, we've got the week before Christmas. So yeah. right now, of course, we've been talking about, you know, this this week after Christmas and, and before New Year's, of course. I don't know how many times I've said that in this podcast, but it feels like a lot. Well, the thing with the week before Christmas is I think most people are probably pretty productive, but not in a working sense, mm -hmm. like not for their jobs. No, you're wrapping presents, mm. you're going to the grocery and, and making sure you have all the things you need for mm -hmm. your gathering. Uh, you're maybe Amazoning um, some some packages. If and, you are if you are a expediting it or father, uh, you're shopping for Christmas. Yes, that's yeah. that's that good time frame to make sure you're getting your Christmas shopping done. Yeah, and it, it isn't that funny that people just oh shoot, Christmas is uh, three days from now. I better go to the store and get yeah. something. And that you're never going to find a good gift three days before Christmas. It's I always going to be. Rushed. I did all of my Christmas shopping. Oh, did you really on December twenty first or second this year? And it all went well. It all went beautifully. Have you watched the movie Jingle All the Way? I have not. The Christmas movie. It's got Arnold Schwarzenegger in it. And, really? Uh, it's the premise of the movie is he waits way too late to get his son a an action figure. Funny that we have been talking about action figures yeah. in this episode. Was it a Dr. Uh, Phil action figure? No, it's Turbo Man. So it's ah. like a superhero uh, Turbo Man. And the whole premise of it is Arnold, Arnold is trying to go to toy stores and find this toy for his son and he can't find it. It's a good movie. Um Pretty a lot of funny jokes in there. Uh, All right, I'll have to check that yeah, out. Yeah, it's a it's a Christmas movie. I think I'm gonna add it to my list, um, only because there's a there's a line in it where uh, Arnold's neighbor, who's played by Phil Hartman, I'm not sure he's a talented voice. Another name. Yeah, voice uh, actor and comedian uh, back in the day, and he was over. Phil Hartman's character was over at his at Arnold's wife's house with her, like making cookies while while Arnold was out. The character clearly had the hots for Arnold's wife. Ooh. And so Arnold calls back and says, hey, you know, he's trying to get a hold of his wife and his neighbor answers. And he's like, oh, uh, I'm making cookies with your wife. And uh, Arnold's in a phone booth. It's, it's an older movie. And he says, put the cookie down now. <laughs> exactly like that. <laughs> and I don't know how Arnold didn't win an Oscar for this movie, well. but it's fantastic. Jingle all the way. I'm here I have for to check it out. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta watch Can you it. watch a Christmas movie the week after Christmas? Is it still okay to do that? I don't know. I usually cut them off. I think I do Because we watch so many Christmas movies in a couple of weeks leading up. I think maybe the 26th is okay, just so you can kind of get an overlap of that maybe Christmas Maybe as you're feeling. still putting Christmas presents exactly. together and whatnot. Yeah. At number two on our list of power rankings, we've got the first weekend of March Madness. Yeah. And this actually, I think, goes into... Masters Week, right? Is it? No, that's 
it's the final four weekend. Yes, it's Masters Week. Of March Madness that yeah. leads into Masters Week. So, but holy smokes, first weekend of March Madness. Yeah. Honestly, they say that Christmas is the most wonderful time of the year, but there's there's an argument for March Madness being well, especially bad. with sports betting being open in Kentucky. Yes. For the for the next time around, dude. Mm-hmm. And the thing with that week too is, I think everybody is embezzling at their pl- work mm-hmm. uh, at their place of work it, in some form or fashion because all you're doing is you're 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 bumming the Wi-Fi at work. Yes. And bumming the internet there to be able. I mean, you got high speed internet with if you're lucky multiple monitors to work with i mean you're talking you could be watching six, six or eight games, games yeah. at a time it's it's unbelievable i Dude. love march madness and it's coming up i mean it feels like it just happened and, and now we're kind of coming up on it but, i'm so excited uh and of course on our number one spot for the top five most unproductive work weeks of the year we've got that gap week between christmas and new year so yeah. that's the topic of the episode Probably should have been pretty obvious that that was what we were going to say was number one. Yeah. Um, just because we've talked about it for about 30 minutes already. So there's just not a lot going on. There, I don't honestly think there should be a lot going on. No. Everybody should just kind of be relaxed. It's a recovery and, week. And it, yeah, it's a recovery week. It's uh, the Christmas aftermath, like mm-hmm. we mentioned earlier. And you're really just waiting for New Year's to get here. Yeah. After you take Christmas, down Christmas decorations during that time? Um, I, I think it's a good time to. Um, I know... Some some parts of my family they wait until like after New Year's to yeah. do it, and I don't I don't mind to extend that Christmas decor uh, till past New Year's, but there is a hard cutoff. Like you the, the just gotta fourth, be careful. Yeah, fourth of January, you should have your stuff put up. Yeah, or I at think least we would already have ours down if not for the the Christmas Friendsmas thing uh-huh. that we're having on the thirtieth. Still got to have that Christmas vibe, yeah. Well, yeah. And you know you wait for New Year's right. And you spend all, all of this weird week waiting for New Year's. The New Year's gets here mm-hmm. and it happens. And you're, you know, New Year's is kind of one of those weird holidays like, oh, cool. It's January 1st and it's a new year. Uh, and I feel terrible because of what I did last night. But yeah. it's not like, it's not a, a holiday that you're going crazy about. No one's going to tell you New Year's Day is their favorite because mm-hmm. it does seem a little gimmicky. It's like, oh, a fresh start. I'm going to work out and eat better. And then, you know, you're just back into the, into the grind a couple of weeks after that. And then once you get to new year's day, you're just counting down the days of Christmas, right? That's right. Yeah. At that point, you're what? 358 days. Yeah, Something like that. Well, it's just, just a cycle, you know, then it's like, and it seems like it just gets faster and faster as, as time goes on. Cause then boom, you got, uh, I don't know, Valentine's Valentine's Day. day, boom, you got March madness, boom, uh, Masters. Yeah, Masters Week, uh, NBA Finals, yeah. July 4th, and then you just, you're just right back, and yeah. it, it happens all again. So it's a beautiful thing, really, mm. uh, and there's just nothing more beautiful than not doing anything at all the week between Christmas and New Year's. Amen. Yep, and that's a good stopping point, I think. Absolutely. We covered it. We talked a lot about it. Uh, if you take anything away from this episode, it's uh, one don't buy a Dr. Phil action figure. No, no, no. And two, if, if you if you feel like it, watch Jingle All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's a it's a Christmas movie that I think you could add into the rotation. Um, it's it's silly, zany, um, and it's zany. got Arnold. Word of the day. Yeah, word of the day is zany. But DJ, great to be back in the po- in the podcast studio with you. Great to be back. I know things are going to get busy uh, here in the new year for you, so we'll see how 
podcast works out, but all you need to know, we'll keep rolling along and we are coming up on episode 300. So we will have to figure out something uh, for that, uh, I guess five weeks from now. So, all right, but Merry Christmas and happy new year's to everybody out there uh, that's listening. And uh, same to you, DJ been a, been a 2023 to remember for sure. 2024. This is the year. All you need to know rocketing to the moon. That's right. Uh, We can quit our jobs and, and all that stuff, but that's going to do it for this episode of AY2K. My name is Quinn Eaton. I'm DJ Payne. And this has been All You Need to Know. This has been All You Need to Know. If you have a topic you would like to hear about, message us on Twitter or Facebook or send us an email at all you need the number two no zero zero at gmail.com. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And tune in every Wednesday because here at AYN2K, we've got you covered.